0: It's 9.30 on a Monday morning, and it's time for Food Talk. I'm Marianne Myers, and I am joined by my fabulous co-host, Linda Perkins. Good morning, Linda.
1: Good morning, Marianne. I don't have an apron on.
0: Oh my gosh, you are getting so lax now.
1: (laughs) seriously it's me lax linda no longer generous half cup or whatever it was that's what it was although your
0: your your nicknames have morphed over time yes it's true had so many
1: (laughs) well now that we record at your house because you have this board here which is really cool and then we don't have to be around all those people at kmun they're very nice people but they're germy (laughs) no they're actually not i think i'm just paranoid they're very careful but we've kind of got a system now i know but now i come to your house but i go grocery shopping at the same time because the grocery stores are over here and i just feel stupid walking around with an apron <laughs> 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 i can take it off i suppose but i got no apron on it's okay i i, <laughs> I
0: there's not a a obligatory apron rule at this house there isn't <laughs> you could tell by my uh shirts that i don't wear one very often so it's,
1: it's like csi the spatter <laughs> yeah, yeah the grease spatter i'm cooking sure we spatter. could we could tell a lot by that if we yeah. <laughs> uh, if we knew hey so what have you been cooking i wonder Well, um, Dale fixed some guy's chainsaw and he gave him a bunch of scallops as a thank you gift, which is really nice. And so um, um, I cooked those a couple nights ago and um, they turned out well. I I looked at recipes for scallops, but so many scallop recipes are just swimming and cream and cheese and butter. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I thought, no, I'm just going to saute them. So I just um, sauteed them, just, you know, fried them on each side till they were brown and they turned out really good. But my god the smell of the house the next morning oh, oh.
0: yeah that is the thing uh, uh, about all kinds of seafood uh, yeah. not necessarily fish but no. because we can get such fresh fish here but yeah. um that is a double punishment because you are allergic to shellfish and cannot even taste it to see if it's.
1: Yeah, yeah, and so I thought that it would probably be a safe bet to saute them because yeah. when in doubt. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure it was great. He liked them, but um, he's always afraid to say he doesn't like something because he's afraid I'll make him cook.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a winning system, Linda Perkins. Yes, yes. <laughs> let it be a lesson to the rest of us. So. Um, what did you end up doing just putting up with a lingering smell for days
1: no I I lit a whole bunch of candles and um that seems to have worked and um Dale says he thinks it's when you blow the candle out the smoke is what gets rid of it the most yeah I don't know if it disguises it or it gets rid of it but it really seemed to work so I lit them and blew them out a whole bunch of times over the course (laughs) of the day and and um I think that it helped a lot yeah I didn't you know, when I woke up this morning, because I cooked them two nights ago, when I woke up this morning, I didn't make any gacking noises when I came out of the bedroom <laughs> with its open window.
0: That's a really good <laughs> sign. Yeah, yeah, I, you know, I, um, ad, uh, I'm admittedly insensitive on so many levels, but one of them, I think, must be insensitivity to lingering food smells, because my kitchen is in my living room as you know my oh, stove is plane. actually yeah. in the living room basically yeah. it is what divides the the living space from the cooking space and it is j- i don't have a exhaust hood or anything so i it's just my stove right there and whatever i'm cooking uh, the entire house knows about it.
1: So Sometimes I think that household exhaust fans just pretty much stir everything up. so that it They I, make I, a lot of
0: noise, and they distribute dust amazingly effectively. Yes. <laughs> yes.
1: And I think little grease particles, I don't think that they do much except just blow it around.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, this is one of the stoves that has the underneath exhaust oh, yeah, yeah. that just goes out from underneath your house. Because I look, when I'm standing at my stove... Which reminds me of uh, Irma Rombauer's book "Stand Facing the Stove." Yeah. <laughs> That's her first piece of advice for people who want to learn to
1: cook. <laughs> anyway, when I stand
0: <laughs> facing the stove, I'm looking out at a beautiful little river with full of a yard full of waterfowl, and I, I didn't want a hood hanging down, yeah, yeah, um, obscuring my view. So I got a, a stove that would allow me not to have an overhead hood, but I, I do, um, there are many mornings when I wake up and I have a remembrance of dinner because <laughs> because
1: that's what Well, happened. luckily you're a good cook and so it smells good. Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. it does, though. That's how I tend to decide to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> so scallops, very yummy. Yeah,
1: and so then I just made some uh, brown rice. I really like brown rice to go with it. And then some roasted vegetables. It was that time of the week or month whatever you would call it where everything was just going a little south in the produce drawer and when that happens more often than not I'll just put them on sheet pans you know I I have a big bowl and I toss them in just a little bit of olive oil because I don't want them dripping yeah I just want them ever so slightly glistening I don't even want them you know like shiny yeah really shiny so just a little bit of olive oil and you have to put them in a bowl with a little bit of olive oil and then Really um, toss them around like at least like 30 times for that to happen. To make sure everything is coated. Just yeah. a little tiny bit. L- like, like if I put in too much oil with broccoli, it's just sodden. Yes. You know, and I, I don't want that. So, And then I, I roast them at about 425. Um, broccoli, broccolini, I'll take down to 400. But um, yeah, I had a whole bunch of Brussels sprouts, which was nice. Oh, and so, they're so good roasted. Yeah, and then you get those crunchy little leaves. I've yeah. talked about those before, but I like them better than kale chips. Oh, they're so good. Yeah. So I just had that pile of of um roasted vegetables and i knew i was going to do it so i bought the broccolini and i brought a bought a little head of cauliflower too uh-huh. just for having variety yeah. and with the carrots and stuff i don't think i'm going to buy little heads of cauliflower anymore though because when they're little i think about two-thirds of what you pay for a stem
0: yes easily yeah. and core yeah uh yeah easily um that's a that's a tricky one, because if you buy a bigger head of broccoli than I, for a household of two, you're not going to use the whole thing right away. Yeah. And then it goes into the back of the uh, <laughs> produce drawer. And then, you know, I just did the same purge of vegetables that were going, hey, don't forget about <laughs> us. I think you've overlooked us. Uh, we're going to uh, leave. Yeah, right. <laughs> You'll be sorry. In a soupy puddle. So uh, I did clean out my, uh, produce drawer and I did a big stir fry. Oh, numb. And I did that because oh, that makes me think of two things. One is that there was broccolini and lan and a couple of, uh, brassica kinds of things, some leftover cabbage okay. in there. And that creates, uh, when you stir fry there, that's a really
1: distinctive smell. Oh yeah. That's kind of a farty smell. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. And that tends to linger, but uh, <laughs> I made a, I, I I did this in honor of a previous um, conversation you and I had on this very show where we talked about uh, thinking in terms of cooking for things that we want to eat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, you know, both of us, I think, agree 100% that cooking for someone you love is very rewarding and we wouldn't trade that for the world. It's a
1: way to express love. Yes.
0: But... We're not always cooking something that we would wish if it was only us. Yes,
1: there's only so much pot roast I can eat. (laughs) Yes. And you've already done the research. Yeah. I know you have. I think I've done my lifetime's allotment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that so. that makes me that reminds me of my parents. I mean, my mom always cooked what my dad liked. And I know that, that if she was left to her own devices, at least every other night she would have an egg salad sandwich. Because that's what she wanted and that's what she loved, but she never did it. And so, yeah, um, um, I'm cooking more things that I like. And then Dale and I are eating you know, meals together, but we're eating more separate things. And, uh-huh. and then I think we're both happier, you know,
0: I, lo- I really, I realize now how often I might not have even eaten dinner, I might have just shared the table and the conversation and the company with somebody I love, but I had, yeah. I, I fixed a plate and put it in front of someone else. Yeah. And, um, so to have this big, uh, huge saute pan full of stir fried veg, which I love and, mm-hmm. and, doused with oyster sauce and sesame oil and a bunch of you know cool stuff um and then made a big uh, rice cooker of uh a combo rice of all the colors of rice okay nice (laughs) and uh uh my husband's favorite rice is white and <laughs> I love white rice and all the kinds of white rice. There's a ton of kinds of white rice. I like them all, but I also really like, like you like brown rice. I like brown and red and black and all mm-hmm. of those colors. So now I have this, um, you know, I can just open the fridge and take out a scoop of cooked rice and a scoop of sauteed veg and, um, uh, warm them up really quick and sprinkle them with some toasted sesame seeds and a little a chili crisp and I'm so happy. Yeah, yeah, it's fabulous.
1: Yeah, and that's the chili crisp that reminds me. That's that's something I, I like spicy food, but spicy food does not like Dale, uh-huh. and so then I can make more spicy things for myself. Yep, I just think it's it's all out about better. the condiments. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> anyway, I I am uh, I'm so glad you were the one that brought that up about being um, the wanting to. St- make an effort this year to cook more things that you like to eat and that was really it was an eye opener for me and now I'm eating stuff I
1: love I know it sounds stupid but we have uh, our rotations uh, of the things that our whole family loves you know yeah and um you know, pot roast was the example, but Dale loves pot roast and, and I can eat it once, but like I said, I've done my lifetime's allotment. And so I'll make pot roast and he's gonna eat it three times probably over the week, but he doesn't mind doing that. He really likes doing that. And so I mean it just works out. Yeah, it just works out. Uh so
0: that's a good thing. Hey, I uh I came across a pancake recipe I really recommend. Oh really? Yeah. I mean I like buttermilk. Are you pancakes. supposed to
1: do a segue? Uh, (laughs) maybe chili crisp and pancakes (laughs) no
0: but you know what that might be an okay combination depends on what you roll up in those pancakes speaking of those kind of pancakes the reason I was moved to make pancakes was because I ate some Swedish pancakes that you gave me oh yeah and they were just so Oh. Stinking fabulous. Thank you. Uh, Thank that you. it really put me in uh the mood for pancakes. Okay. Uh, something I very rarely make. They're not real high on uh, my husband's list of favorite things for breakfast. Okay. Uh but I made some recently, uh, because I found this recipe uh, for is what is essentially buttermilk pancakes, but they are uh they have lemon and ricotta in them. Oh. And In addition to having that really nice ricotta thing going on, they're made by uh, separating the eggs and whipping the whites Mm -hmm. uh, into soft peaks. So they're really light and fluffy. Fluffy. And um, I really like them. Almost like um, waffle batter. Yeah, kind of like waffle batter. I just really like the uh, lemon zest in there. It's nice.
1: It sounds like they'd be good with blueberries. I love lemon They're shown
0: in the uh, recipe with uh, blueberry compote on top. Okay. Uh, but I just put maple syrup in there <laughs> and they were fab yeah. and I saved yeah. the blueberries for my yogurt. I saved them. <laughs> neater, <So>. neater. <laughs> anyway, I recommend uh, anybody who's interested to just uh, Google, go to the Google or whoever you the use yeah. and uh, uh Enter lemon ricotta pancakes and see what pops up. I know you're going to find a recipe. And um, they're worth, if, you, if you're if you a pancake person, they're worth
1: a try. You know, I think I might try to make those. Because um, I remember getting some, uh, were they pumpkin ricotta pancakes oh. in a, a restaurant once? And they were absolutely delicious.
0: The, the ricotta is you know a really what? nice addition. Same
1: thing when you make gnocchi with ricotta; it's really, really good. Yes, yeah. and
0: when you make uh dup- dumplings yeah. instead of like the little uh, leaden dumplings with for chicken and dumplings or yeah. whatever, if you there there you can make ricotta dumplings that are just light. I and didn't know that. They're like little clouds. Really?
1: Yes. <gasps> ricotta is overlooked. It is. I mean, it's I think the it's celery a... celery of the cheese family. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we should be putting it in everything <laughs> i think yeah. i might from now on ay 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 so uh i have a i'm seeking advice on a problem in the kitchen Uh-oh. and Uh-oh. i feel face like face the stove my <laughs> yeah right <laughs> start by facing the stove um, i feel like my job is to make every mistake it's possible in the kitchen and then t- uh, admit it to everyone
1: who might be listening and Find out how to fix it. I think it. that's how you get good at anything. That's, that's why I am so scared of canning. And I know that it's stupid, but it's because I learned by making mistakes. I learned to sew by putting the sleeve on upside down and the sleeve on inside out and the wrong sleeve on the wrong side and, you know, everything. I did everything wrong until I knew how to do it. I didn't just get it right. You know what I mean? Yes. And, and you can't do that with canning because they kill your family, you know? (laughs) Yes. Oh, whoops, just a little bit of botulism, you know? (laughs) what I mean? It doesn't take much. That's why I don't do it because that's how I learn is by making mistakes yeah
0: yeah that's a really good point when it's really like a mistake is danger you gotta really uh, yeah you gotta really think about that and probably the way to go about that is to like go to the extension classes by a master canner and learn how to do it hands-on from it yeah because they'll
1: put the fear of jesus in you i mean they (laughs) i mean
0: they Yeah. yeah make sure that you're doing it right. Yeah, cuz it's potentially, yeah. And I quit doing it because I there's two of us. Yeah. Well, I do not need a pantry full of glistening jars of stuff we're not going <laughs> to live long enough to eat. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> so, it's it's crazy. So, I just quit doing it. But my problem now is that I have inadvertently and tragically almost ruined my favorite which is ancient I inherited it from a beloved elder and it is one of those old from the 50s uh, wherever aluminum frying pans with the avocado colored I totally know what you're talking about on the outside and um, I have I love this thing it is a really good saute pan it's easy to clean it's been the best. I have loved it for so long that my husband has actually had to reattach the handle three separate times. <laughs> and now it is a- it is starting to get a little wobbly again. <laughs> but I was making croutons the other night for a Caesar salad. And, you know, that whole facing the stove thing, I wandered off while they were... Oh uh, no. And I forgot oh. to flip them until I smelled something. Oh, no. And they had burned seriously onto the bottom of this welded. pan yes to the point where there was no olive oil left to oh wow to I mean it was bad okay. so uh, uh, which is another um oh I'm sorry di- it's, a, it's a disadvantage of having a stove that has a really good exhaust system <laughs> <laughs> is that you don't <laughs> smell it until it's way too way late, too late. <laughs> anyway um, I have been scrubbing and soaking this frying pan forever because i am unwilling to accept what seems to be inevitable <gasps> no and so i wonder if you have secrets for rehabbing a s- uh, s- uh, burned pan not, no
1: not a secret but um whenever i do something really really wrong and um, adherent <laughs> <laughs> um, um i learned this trick from my grandma actually she would um put water in in the, it was always the fry pan in the fry pan yeah. and then um dish soap and boil it oh oh oh! and, and that usually works i'm totally and trying i, I wonder, it this very day yeah um there's there's i can't i i actually think everything horrible i've ever done i've been able to fix with that i'm gonna do it thank you so
0: much see how helpful it is to <laughs> just admit your shortcomings and get Wait, squared away like my grandma <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm so I'm relieved and also I am moved to remind everybody that Food Talk is a co-production of KMUN and North Coast Food Web and that both of those fine organizations have spectacular websites that deserve a little attention from you uh, because you will be rewarded with lots of cool information so northcoastfoodweb.org and kmun.org. Yeah. So what else is happening with you?
1: Well, I've been doing something a little different. And um, that is I have been making um, a, a planned out precise menu for the week before I go to the grocery store. Mm. And, and that isn't really something that I've done um, much in my life. Most well for two reasons one because i don't have a large family so i don't have you know a husband and three kids and you know school lunches a wand- and all wandering that stuff. neighbor or you know yeah, yeah all that stuff where where time was you know super important and then also i really like to intuitively cook you know i like to reach in the refrigerator and say i got canned peaches i you know uh Ham hock and some capers. Oh, I can make you know <laughs> this, you know, that that kind of thing. That that is, is really kind of exciting, you know. And it's kind of what I do for sport. It's <laughs> inspirational. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, and 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 um, but um, just because gas is, is is really expensive, and also food is just going up and up and up, and um, just recommitting to not wasting stuff and I mean really not wasting stuff I, I want to have respect for farmers and what it takes to grow food and so um uh I am doing that and trying it and um it's not as horrible as I thought I thought that it would just like kill all the joy of cooking
0: well I wonder about that too immediate that's my immediate reaction is like ooh, yeah I wonder
1: but but what it's done is um I have found okay. When I first moved to Oregon, it was it was such a relaxed thing. I came from Minnesota, and I couldn't figure out it wasn't like the people were so different, you know. Uh huh. Um, but, but then I finally realized that what it was is every day I didn't have that basal survival stress. Like if I if I am outside and I'm wearing this and I fall down, am I going to live longer than 10 minutes? Yes, you know? yes. Here I might get a little moldy, you know, if I stay out <laughs> overnight, but that's about it, you know? I mean, there's not that basal survival stress. And so what I found is that when I have everything all planned out for the week, there isn't that, that, that stress, and I don't even know what you'd call it, but just that stress at 515 of, oh, I don't know sometimes uh, yeah. it f- it for me
0: it's 6 30 and i realize yeah. i
1: ha- i haven't thought about it yeah exactly. and then yeah.
0: what happens to me then is the ham
1: hock and the canned pizzas yeah. come out
0: <laughs> i know <laughs> and and you still don't know what to do with them because uh, i don't want to be eating at ten thirty at night yeah. i find that what it does to me if i'm not paying attention and thinking ahead is it makes me not want to do it you know I'm like oh it's oppressive
1: and not not oppressive like you know um tyrannical you know regimes or anything like that but just but it is just a little bit oppressive and so what I've found is that I have that that stress of figuring out what we're going to eat just once a week when I'm making that list that's all and then I know what's going to happen the rest of the week and so um it, it it makes it a little more relaxing the whole food preparation thing so I don't think it's that horrible I'm going to have
0: to try it totally because I'm very bad about even making a grocery list. Yeah. Uh, certainly there are things as the days go by where I don't want to forget to get them next time I go to the store and I will go with a list, but I am also intuitively mm-hmm. shopping yeah. where I'm just Ooh, like, look at
1: that. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just the other day I was at the store and there's something called a pine berry. I don't know what that is. Into the cart it goes, you know? Yeah. And so, so, so that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, um, the only thing I found is that I, um, when I'm, planning it out i didn't leave enough room for leftovers like i'm making this and this and this and then there's too much leftover food which for me isn't so much a problem because i just slap it in the freezer i mean you know i'll slap anything in the freezer (laughs) just like oh (laughs) where's that dog Ah." (laughs) (laughs) just but um uh so i i I need to make less and have leftovers more but but Uh otherwise um i i kind of like it so i might continue with it for a while and see if I can still cook when it's done, you know what I mean.
0: If they, I will if I try still it have next week, and we will uh, we will touch back on
1: report it in, back. <laughs> yeah,
0: and see because yeah. um, my only fear about that, I can see all the good things and the potentially uh, the main thing is that it that it uh requires a level of self discipline that I yes. may or may oh, not be I know, able to reach. But
1: it it's not my wheelhouse. No <laughs> self discipline. <laughs> but I have noticed that there's a lot less waste too. And that that like I said is, is something that I'm yes really trying, we're both trying, trying to, to, to do that. On. Which
0: is why we're um, dedicated to not having uh <laughs> um vegetables meet their demise in yes. the drawer.
1: Yes. Change change what would you call that? Um I don't know, but when they go liquid instead oh, yeah, of solid. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Compost, Changing I think. Changing phases, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right.
0: <laughs> um, yes, and and along the, that same line, I remember you, uh, when we were talking about cooking things that we really like to eat for ourselves, uh, you also said, uh, I need to start using the fresh vegetables that I just bought instead mm-hmm. of feeling compelled to use the things that are going old. Yeah. And... Um, that's what I was thinking about when I was sautéing all the veg that were that were going old is if I just did this, yeah. then tomorrow I could use the freshest thing yep. or I could use the freshest thing tonight and I could stir fry or roast off all of the rest of the veg yep. in the drawer tomorrow.
1: Yeah. And I think that that's a really good strategy because they taste so good when they're roasted. They're yeah. no longer the oldest thing in the drawer. No. Yeah. Th- they're I just think fabulous. That, I think that that's a really good idea. Yep. Do we have time to talk about curry? Let's talk about curry. Well, okay, so one thing I was um, thinking that I really like is curry. And so I've been making more curries because I really, really like them. And this is what I found. So um, it is not that I don't have my perfect love of my life curry recipe. It's that I have not found my perfect love of my life curry powder uh-huh and so th- there was a curry powder that i i mm. loved i loved so much and and just by chance i bought it at the um restaurant supply store it was one of those giant thunder packs i don't know are they a quart i don't know i don't age. know either but i used it all and i loved it and then i bought another one and it was entirely different ah oh, geez same brand everything but it makes sense it's a spice mix it has a lot of different components yes um, spices come from different places even when you buy that like, curry paste it'll be so hot one time because the peppers are hotter at different times yeah. of the year you know so I think that what I have to do is I have to figure out a curry powder recipe mm-hmm. just like Indian women how each family has its own masala you know uh-huh. and I have to figure that out and figure out the one that I love and that's what I need to do.
0: I think it would be a very delicious research project <laughs> but yeah. also one of the one of the potential pitfalls there is that, that that it really is a combination of so many spices that you are it, it, that you are there now with a
1: whole bunch of spices that you may or may not decide things, you're gonna things that that can change like just like the yes that change well I thought about that too and I think that um, um what I'm going to do is I have found that there's great like um um evenness in the the um oh my brain the the um single origin spice oh right 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 where it's just coming from one farmer and i think i'm going to use those spices to make my spice mix
0: and uh, with those spices are you able to buy by the ounce and stuff or do you have to buy a bottle
1: no uh, um no with those spices you can buy by the one ounce bottle or you can buy the thunder pack and so i'll just buy little ones
0: yeah and that's the way to do it and and also in the process of coming up with your favorite curry powder you uh, might find that one or two of those spices are something you want to use in something else too. Oh yeah for sure. I wonder along those lines I just found a a recipe that I really wanted to try and I see this product being used a lot when I watch Asian cooking videos um, which I am I I binge-watch Asian cooking videos. <laughs> They're so beautiful. Uh, I know. But uh, Japanese curry, often they use the Japanese curry blocks. Oh. Have you seen those? It's no, a pack. Nowhere. They're a package of, um, you know how baking chocolate, you open mm-hmm. it up and it comes in bars, yeah. and you break <gasps> off whatever you need? Okay. It's packed kind of like that, only the, the, the blocks are bigger than a, a baking chocolate block would be in, in the package. But... Um, So many uh, people who I think are very, very good cooks Mm -hmm. use that. And I recently saw a recipe I wanted to try and it called for those and actually recommended a couple of kinds that, of course, I'm not going to be able to get here because we don't have an Asian market and we have a limited access to...
1: you'd have to mail order it. Yeah, yeah,
0: Yeah, or or get it, you know, in the big city or something, but... um, but I just wondered if you'd ever used those curry blocks. Oh, no,
1: that's so interesting. I'm going to no, try I've em. never even seen them. Okay. Ooh, I a whole know. new curry world. <laughs> I know. And <laughs>
0: Japanese curry is quite different than, uh, I mean, everybody has different curries, right? Yeah. Thai curry and mm-hmm. uh, all the Asian cultures seem to have their own. And um, Indian curry is, you know, par- there favorite. must be... Uh, countless well, kinds like of Indian a, as curry. many
1: yeah cooks women you know that there are in India yeah each family has its own little yeah recipe yeah I love curry yeah, I, I have never too.
0: I don't think I've ever eaten a curry I didn't like yeah.
1: but I want I want to make one that I love and I really think that that's what's missing because I've been trying with curry paste and I've been trying with you know curry powder yeah and that's it that the one that I loved it was just a chance you know thing that happened there and i got to figure out how to do it replicatively no i think that
0: that's the safest way to go is the single source spices for anything that we're trying to uh, blend our own of and be able to do again now we no longer have time to talk about curry because our time's (laughs) up so (laughs) good thing we were in a hurry about curry (laughs) we were hurrying (laughs) with that curry uh so we're going to get back to everybody about a few things next week or next show um, and as soon as I uh, press stop, I'll try to remember what they are. Yes, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Linda Perkins, thank you so, so very much. Talk to you soon. Thank you, Marianne. Bye. Bye. Have a banana, Hannah. Try the salami, Tommy. Give it the gravy, Davey.